Hey guys, what's going on? So if you want to, or if you're having a, a, a challenging time enrolling higher paying clients into your health coaching business, I wanna share two things in this special training that you should be doing immediately. Welcome to The Health Runner Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. So I'm going to be sharing some stuff on my iPad here on the screen. I'm going to just get this locked and loaded in just a moment. And uh, let's let's do this. All right, so you should be able to see this on the screen here. And perfecto. Uh, I'm assuming my camera is not going to show up beside, but that's okay. Let's see if this will work. There we go. What's up, Yuri? I'm on the white screen. Hi, mom. Okay, anyways, so if you are a practitioner, a coach, anything, and you are looking to enroll more clients into your business, especially virtually, and right now you're getting people on the phone and you're getting the, well, I don't quite have the financial wherewithal to pay or um, I'm just not resonating with the message enough. You're, 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 you're dealing with resistance, okay? You basically want better quality leads on the phone or on Zoom, however you're doing these calls, and you want to enroll more clients. So the two things I'm going to show you here are going to deal with, I think, the two most important fundamental issues that need to be dealt with and solved in order for more of your prospects to become paying clients. So the first thing I want you to understand is that this is something visually I want you to think about. So everything in the green here, so all of this, we're gonna call marketing. Well, we're not gonna call it, it is marketing. And let's put this in yellow. Everything in the yellow over here is sales, okay? So marketing is everything that happens before the conversation on the phone. Just think of it that way. And marketing, the duration of marketing time equals, we don't know. Time could be a couple of days, it could be a couple of hours, it could be a couple of weeks, it could be a couple of months. Because statistically, the vast majority of people who are inquiring about possibly working with you or getting a solution to their problem are not going to take action immediately. The vast majority are going to take action statistically after 90 days. That doesn't mean that there's not a number of people that will take action now because there certainly are. But you have to understand that marketing takes time. It's just the For me, marketing is the, the journey of building no like, and trust or educating and using... Um, goodwill to build no like and trust with your audience to the point where selling becomes almost unnecessary. So the reason that this diagram is as it is, is, is something I say all the time, which is the better you market, the less you have to sell. Now, right now, what might be happening is it might look a little bit different. Right now, you might be requiring or relying on too much of the conversation to take the heavy lifting as opposed to the marketing, which is over here doing little to nothing. So this is, and I've said this before, this is why it's so important to be around for a long, like a long period of time. Longevity, if, we, if time is, we don't know, it's very important to be in business for a long time because the longer you're around, the more trust you're gonna build with your audience and the more time you're essentially marketing with those people to the point where sales becomes uh, an easier process. So what does this mean? Okay, so what does this specifically mean in terms of your marketing? 
So let's use the example of a Facebook ad because that's the world that uh, a lot of us play in. And I have this conversation with our clients all the time. I'm getting people on the phone who aren't qualified financially. I have people on the phone who are on disability. Okay, great. So, well, not great, but here the, the cool thing is that it's an easy fix, right? I'll give you an example. So my brother, when we were young, uh, my mom was away in Australia for two months because her sister lived there. So she took off and was there for two months. I don't, I don't even, sorry, maybe like a, a month. I don't even know. And during that time, my brother threw two house parties, kind of letting me know, but not quite. He was younger than I was. And so what happened was one of the house parties really got out of control. And one of the sinks was broken. There was some flooding and the cops came. It wasn't a good situation. And I use that as a story to emphasize the importance of the invitation. So this is what I tell my clients. If you want better people at the party, you need to send a different invitation. So if you are having a birthday party and you want specific people at your birthday party, number one, people who you don't want at the party should not be getting an invite, right? But number two, if you do send an invite, then you may want to be very clear about the type of person or the expectations of showing up at the party. And it's the same thing here is that if you're getting the wrong people on the phone with you, you have to look at what they're seeing before the phone call. And this is very, very important if you have any type of system for generating leads. And this is the sad part about most health professionals is that they don't. Word of mouth, referrals, people just land in their lap. And that's not a system. That's, that's like I'm twiddling my thumbs, sitting in my chair. Hopefully a doctor is going to refer some people to me. That's not a business, okay? You have to take control of, of your lead generation and your client acquisition. Otherwise, you will always be at the mercy of external forces that you have no control over. So if I were to illustrate once again, our perfect client pipeline, which you've probably seen before, four steps. We have a webinar. Sorry, that's not right. We have, in our case, a Facebook ad, but it could be a YouTube ad or anything else, but we'll just use Facebook ads because that's mostly where we spend our time. Webinar, application, and we have a call, okay? So let me just zoom out of this a little bit and move this over. When you have issues here, you have to look here, okay? And this is what the thing that a lot of people don't realize, but when they see this, they're like, oh, that makes sense. So when you have people who are, sorry, there and here, when you have people on the call who are saying, let's just use I'm on disability as an example, let me just be clear about something. In no way, shape or form are you required to work with people who are on disability. That is your choice if you wanna do that. And it's also your choice if you don't wanna do that. It doesn't make you a bad person if you choose not to work with people who don't have money. And it also doesn't make you a good person if you do choose to work with people in that situation. Okay? It's just a dumb or a smarter business decision. If you want to help everyone, number one, you're not going to because you don't have enough time in this lifetime. And number two, you're not going to be able to because even the people that need your help the most are going to want it the least. This is like, it took me a very long time to come to terms with this, okay? So when you are crafting a message that's being put out into the marketplace, let me give you an example of what this can look like. Is 
you have something along the lines of, uh, let's say you're helping people with uh, diabetes, right? Diabetes, there's you know this tendency for a lot of them to not be in a great financial situation. So does that mean you're only helping the people who are wealthy? Not at all. It's you're helping people who prioritize their health. That's the difference. Not the 1% of the population affluence-wise. The people who prioritize their health. How do people prioritize their health? Based on where they spend their time and where they spend their money. So in your messaging here, you have to be going after character traits, and identity. This is massively under, uh, sorry, it's, it's misunderstood and massively important. Let me give you an example. This is not necessarily Facebook compliant, but just kind of play with me for a second. So I'm talking to diabetics, right? People like us who've dealt with type 2 diabetes for a few years, you know, we understand how the medical model is broken. We understand that we can't rely on insurance to take care of us. We understand that there's no pill that's going to solve this problem. You and I, we've invested and we're willing to invest good money because we're coachable. We're willing to do what it takes to get results. We understand that that's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a little bit of time. But when we see something that makes sense, we commit to it. Now, what have I just done there? That has like... Everything I've just described is character traits and identity. People like us, we do things like this. This is how we show up in the world. When your marketing is built around that, all of a sudden the wrong people just disappear. Because when I say stuff like, I'm not saying if you don't have any money, don't book, like don't click the link. I'm not saying that. I'm using it very subliminally. People like us are happy to spend good money out of pocket to improve our health. Guess what I've just done there? I've said, if you're not the type of person who will pay good money out of pocket, you're not going to pay attention to the rest of this message. And that's exactly what I want. Because if you're on disability, you're going to be like, sorry, I can't, I can't even entertain this conversation. They're gone. And other people who are like, you know what? Yeah, totally. I just, you know, I just dropped a few grand on a coach last year or on a concierge health expert or whatever. Those are the people that are going to perk up and take, you know, pay attention to this. So that's the first piece is when it comes to enrolling more clients, you have to make sure that your messaging is dialed in so the people that are getting on the phone with you in the first place got the right invitation. Hey, if you're on disability and you've tried everything else and nothing's worked and you're like, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel and you're hoping this could be the thing, then I might be able to help you. That's a very different person that I would not want to touch with a two foot pole, right? No offense to them, right? It's just, not, it's not that they're bad people. Like no one's a bad person necessarily. It's just that that's not the type of client that I don't think most of us want to work with. It's your choice who you want to work with. So you have to be clear about what we call the perfect client criteria. What are the criteria that must be there? And if more of that stuff is based on identity and character traits, you will start attracting better people on the phone, okay? So that's the first thing. That's the first thing that we need to start doing to improve our marketing so that when we do have people coming on the phone, the majority of the selling has already taken place. They're pre-indoctrinated based on, again, there's more elements to this, but again, the key is the, the better you market, the less you have to sell, okay? The second thing that I'll mention is the following. When you are on the phone, okay, so let's just, this is now in the sales conversation. So you've had the person, whether you use a perfect client pipeline or not, right, whether you do this or not, 
you're going to have to have a conversation with someone on the phone. If they're going to enroll with you at a higher price point, you know, two, three, four, five thousand dollars, et cetera, they're not going to a web page to click the buy now button. Okay. So don't do that stuff. When you're having a conversation with someone, the goal is always to establish what does now look like? What does the future look like? And understanding the gap. Okay. So the bigger the gap, the greater the pain. If you cannot establish enough of a gap in your conversation with someone, or if they can't even recognize that coming in, no, like nothing you're offering them is going to make sense. Because here's the thing is that if someone you're speaking with believes that let's just use their weight loss issue is a $500 problem. And now your program's $5,000. They're going to be like, no, it's too expensive. There's no way. Okay. But what you have to understand how to do is you have to understand, okay, tell me about your, like what's going on right now, right? You know, why do we, why, why did you book this call? What's happening with your health? I prompt you to book this call today. That, 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 that. Okay, cool. What have you done about that? What are you doing to solve that? Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Okay. What hasn't worked there? Why do you think it hasn't worked? What do you like? You're, you're trying to like, you're really going to deep discovery here. You're trying to figure out where are they? What are they trying to do to solve it? And they just keep hitting their head against the wall. You're just taking notes and you're going deeper, right? Why is this important to you? What does this allow you to do? Or like, what, what are you not able to do that you want to do that? You know, like having these excess 20 pounds is like holding you back from. You kind of do this whole inventory and then you're asking, okay, cool. If we're having this conversation, let's say six months from now, looking back over that six month time frame. What has to have happened for you to feel happy with your progress? Well, like this would have to have happened and this, like I really want to lose the weight and I want to feel better and more energized. Okay, cool. Like why is that important, right? What does that allow you to do that you can't do right now? Who else benefits from you being at that weight or that, that, that outcome? And you have to be able to get people to talk about the situation now, where they want to be in the future. And the more you can pull those apart, the more they can see that there's a gap. And obviously they have to understand that they can't do this on their own because if they could, they would already be there already. Okay. So that's the first part is you're always going about now future or like, you know, nightmare dream scenario. And you're going back and forth. What are they trying to do? That's not working. They have to understand that what they're doing isn't working. Cause if they do think what they're doing is working, they're never going to work with you. Okay. So let's say that someone wants to lose weight. This is a very, very common thing. They want to have more energy and they want to uh, feel, I don't know, alive again. Okay. So there's three things that they've mentioned to you in the conversation. I want to, I want to lose weight. I want to feel more energetic. I want to have more energy, blah, blah, blah. You're like, Hey, great. You, you go down the rabbit hole, what we just talked about. I just want to come back to these three things. So lose between losing weight, having more energy and feeling more alive, which is most important to you. Well, like, I mean, the weight's important, but if I really felt alive, like that would be the big thing. Okay, cool. So what I'm hearing, just so I'm clear, is that the number one thing that you like, if you could get a magic wand to just touch you on the head, the one thing above all else would be to help you feel alive. That's number one, right? And let's say you wanted to lose 20 pounds. Are you okay not losing the 20 pounds if you could feel alive? Well, I mean, not really. I mean, I I really want to lose the weight. Okay, so are you saying that, Losing the weight is the most important thing or it's secondary. So what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to establish what are the priorities. Let's just be, let's just make the assumption that this is the priority because it is. 
If you're dealing with women who want to lose weight, the reality is that vanity and how they look is the most important primal driver. Women will go to great lengths to improve their vanity. Men will go to great lengths to improve their status. That's, that's just genetically built into who we are. That's just the way it's going to be forever. The sooner you come to terms with that, the easier it's going to be to influence people. Now, again, there might be someone, there might be people who, you know, they want more energy and they're not looking to lose weight. But again, this is where you're met. This is why this, what I'm sharing with you is going to feed back into your marketing. Because let's say you are helping people lose weight and you're not clear about that in your Facebook ad. All of a sudden now, people are not going to be moving through the pipeline with you because they don't think that like you're talking about energy and feeling good in their skin again and losing weight. It's, there's too much stuff going on. So the reason why having a conversation with someone is massively beneficial, even if they say no to working with you or you say no to working with them, is that it gives you intel about what are the, like the prime drivers, the motivators that you can feed back into your marketing, into your messaging, into those invitations because if you understand that losing weight is the primary objective, the primary priority, that they would they, they would pay a hundred bucks to feel more energetic, but they would pay a hundred thousand to have more um, have the body they want. That's where your conversation has to be directed. So this is so this is the second thing is in your sales conversations, is you have to identify the number one priority for that prospect, and the rest of the conversation needs to be built around that. So when you talk about your program, working with you, et cetera, it's always tying back into how it helps them lose weight. And you can certainly touch on the other strategic byproducts, right? The energy, feeling good, et cetera. But just imagine how good you're going to feel when you can slip into those skinny jeans, when you can go on a vacation with your family and actually want to be in the family photos. Wouldn't that be amazing? because of how great you look as a result of us working together and you finally losing the weight and keeping it off. So I hope this makes sense. Uh, obviously, there's a lot more, there's many more nuances to, to, to mastering anything. But, you know, in the short amount of time we have together here, hopefully what I've given you are, are two important things to consider. Number one is that your marketing needs to be built more around character traits and identity than just facts And then the second thing is in your conversations with prospective clients is really isolating that number one priority and making sure that you're really addressing that thing because your program is your program. It's going to be the same for everyone. However, how you explain it to prospective clients is going to be unique to them because if someone is here because they want to lose weight for a specific reason, you're, you're, your coaching calls, deliverable, for instance, that you talk about in, in, in the conversation is going to be directed back to that benefit. Like, so why, why do I care if I have a coaching call with you every week? Well, remember how you talked about, you know, losing weight's important so you can be with your kids? Well, let's just say that was a thing. Well, when we have a coaching call together, the nice thing is that you're never going to be lost. You're never going to be alone. And you're going to move quicker through the program so you actually get better results and you have more time to spend with your kids again. And... As a benefit, you're going to love what you see in the mirror. So we're always tying our deliverables back to the benefit or the outcome or the reason why that prospect wants the thing they say they want. And then in those conversations, as you're getting more intel and data, that also feeds back into your marketing. Because the more you hear stuff you like seeing, 
that's like, okay, cool. I got to make sure I put that into my marketing. If you're dealing with a lot of people that are unqualified, disability, or they just don't have the right fit for what you're looking for, that's always going to be a messaging issue on the marketing end, right? So whatever happens downstream or whatever happens, whichever way it is, whatever happens downstream starts upstream, okay? So any issues on the call start in the marketing. You can't ignore all the marketing and just expect all the calls to fix themselves. Does that make sense? Anyways, if you want help with this, just there should be a link around this video or something. Click on it, book in a call. This is the stuff we do every single day with our clients. And the reality is like, until you understand how to get your messaging dialed in, it's like you're driving full speed, you know, pedal to the floor, but two of the tires on your car are flat. It's exhausting, right? And if you're like most health professionals that we work with, you're probably feeling burnt out. You're spinning your wheels. And if we're using the car analogy, maybe you got some tread marks from doing donuts in circles on the pavement. So if you want to stop that, and get more traction, kind of reinflate those tires so you can actually move forward faster with more certainty, with more clarity to know exactly what to do to fix these issues, then that's what we can probably help you with, okay? So if you are amazing at what you do, if you're confident in your abilities, and you have a big vision for what you wanna do with your business and the people you wanna serve, then we can most likely help you. But again, the only way to know for sure is for us to have a quick chat. So go ahead, um, if you're watching this on Facebook, just drop me a comment below, type in uh, call. And if you're watching this somewhere else, there should be a link or a button. And um, go ahead, just click on that. Book in a call today and let's see if we can support you. All right, guys, hopefully this has been helpful. Thanks so much for your time. I'll see you soon. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.